0: This podcast is produced by KPP Financial. Steve Peasley, President. KPP Financial. Independent thinking, shared success.
1: And now today's podcast. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Invest Talk. It is Friday, July 10th, 2020. The markets have been pretty interesting. I mean, we've had a pretty much a V recovery with a little bit of hesitation. Um, it's interesting. The, the Nasdaq is clearly the leader in the markets, but you know, you take a look at the, the Dow and the S and P; they're still, they're still not, they're still not breaking their old highs. Okay, they're not even breaking the high they made in June. So, everything's not clear. And if you look at the New York Stock Exchange, the overall broadest market indexes that you can check, they're far away from the high. But the NASDAQ, which is driven by, of course, you know, the FANG stocks, Facebook, Apple, and Netflix, Google, and Microsoft, that, that, that index is way above. And it's overbought. Probably going to have a pullback. Can't tell you when, or from where high, but I can tell you it's overbought. Okay, the effects of the COVID-19 crisis are going to be with us a long time, everybody. It's not going to go away anytime soon. I, I figure it's going to linger. I figure our economy is going to take a couple of years to get completely back to where it was. It's just going to take time. It's going to take a, a while, okay? And for investors, it's pretty unsettling. We, we just don't know how... There's just a lot of volatility. We just don't know how... The market's going to react day to day to day. We just don't because things are still new. We don't know. It, this whole COVID virus thing is a brand new entity that we've never dealt with before, us investors, I'm talking. Anyways, we'll deal with it, though. This is a call and show. You're listening to Invest Talk. The number is 888-99-CHART, and I certainly would like you to call in. We'll talk about volatility if you like. I'm Steve Peasley. And here in Invest Talk and at my company at KPP Financial based in Irvine, California, I do and my employees operate on a philosophy of independent thinking and shared success. I like to share the success with me and my clients. Justin and I are different, a little bit different, advisors, investment advisors, for several reasons. One, we call a parallel investing. We buy the same and use the same strategies for ourselves as our clients. We buy the same stocks, same everything in each one of our programs. So that our performance matches our clients, and we're on the same side of the table as our clients are. So our our goals are the same, and I like that. I like being on, I like being on my client's side the whole time. Not on the side of you know oh, I'm going to make lots of commissions. Well, there we make no. There's no commissions. You know none none of the products we buy. None none no back door front door nothing. So I like being on the same side of my. That's the goal. Okay. Excuse me. I had to sneeze there, and I didn't want you to hear it. Okay. Okay. So, with everything going on, you know, we all have the same objective, same financial freedom objective I've been talking about for years. We all want to retire wealthy. We all want to be comfortable in our retirement. Even if we're working in retirement, we still want to be comfortable. You know, so we don't have to worry about money. Well, that's the goal. And so we can help you that. Justin and I, we do a no cost, no obligation portfolio assessment via telephone, Skype, tribe meetings, whatever you're comfortable with. And we can do it now, especially these times, you know, you, you need to you need to rebalance your portfolio. I did some rebalancing just the other day. You need to think about rebalancing your portfolio. And, you know, you can do it just once a year. That's possible. But I, I like to do it much more frequently than that. I really do. But, you know, we can help you with that. We want to help you. So send us a message at investtalk.com. Just click on the, the little Contact Us button there and send me an email. i be happy to talk to you. Or you can call KPP Financial in Irvine, California. You can learn more by going to investtalk.com. So my focus point today concerns the story. The number one rule on how to prioritize your bills, understanding and raking them. You know, there's the, you know, ones you have to pay, ones you should pay, ones you can kind of wait on. I don't, I don't live that way myself. I've never lived that way. I pay all my bills every month, and I try to stay out of debt. I always have. But I know it's not that same way for everybody, so we're going to talk about that a little I also want to talk about the V-shaped economic recovery we seem to be experiencing. So I want to discuss that a little bit. And did you see the British idea to, to revitalize or help their restaurant business in Britain? I thought that was a pretty good idea. I want to share it with you. And Barbados, those who like the Caribbean, is offering you, me, everybody, to work for home solution, and the home being in Barbados, up to a year. I like, I don't like that idea. But, so we'll get into that a little bit too. The market was up today. The Dow was up three hundred sixty nine points. The Nasdaq up seventy, and the S and P up thirty three. So the Dow led today. The recent times, ta- recent times, of Nasdaq has been leading, which is normal, by the way. The yeah, you know, the NASDAQ index usually leads in recoveries. Usually, ha- And it has today. I mean, this time. I mean, it's higher. It's broke above its old highs, but not the other indexes. So it, has, it is leading, and that is normal. And where it will go, no one really knows yet. I don't know. And no one knows. You know, anybody ever tells you they can predict the market by this or that system they have? Please run the other way. There's no such thing. There's no. I've seen so many of these and people swearing by them. Tests. I've seen them for years and years and years. Nothing. They're totally bogus. There is no system. There is no. Well, just do this with charts and you can make millions of dollars. Let me tell you this. Anybody comes up with a system like that and it does work, they will never tell you, never publish it, never. They will use it and make themselves. By trillionaires, that's what they would do. So, don't buy into that. Just don't buy it. Let's go to Anna in Fremont. Wants to talk about Target. Hi, Anna. Hi. How are you, Steve? I'm good. Thank you for the call.
2: Uh, yeah, actually, I want to buy uh, Target, and uh, so I want to know uh, what do you think about the uh, this talk and uh, what would be the uh, target. Price
1: to enter? Okay, I like Target. Target Corporation operates uh, eighteen hundred fifty-eight Target, Super Target, and City Target stores in U.S. offering general merchandise. They're going to make four dollars and ninety-five cents to issue. That's twenty-three cents, twenty-three percent less than they made last year. But they're going to rebound next year, up thirty-six percent to six dollars and seventy-four cents, and it's one hundred eighteen dollars stock. So it's not cheap. It's, you know yeah. it's not like it's inexpensive it's not um, it's PE ranges from 10 to 23 and it's right around 22 now but sales are increasing fairly sharply in the most recent quarter I'd I like it on a long-term basis I do um, if I was t- if I wanted to get into target I probably would like to buy it probably right around the hundred dollar area $100, 102. I think that's a very good buy point for Target if it gets down there. If it breaks above 126 or so, then that means it's just going to go higher. I don't know where it's going to go. That's the last resistance. It's having a hard time right in this area. So I think I'd be a little bit patient and see if we can get a pullback on it. That's what would be my buy point, a little bit above $100 a share. Anna, thank you for the call. TGT is Target's symbol. TGT. You're listening to Invest Talk. I'm Steve Peasley, and summer is certainly underway. We're going to have a hot spell over the weekend, and we're almost halfway through July. Think back to January, the days before COVID-19, doesn't that seem like a very long time ago? You and I, you and I both know that folks want a return to normalcy. I do. I certainly would. The COVID-19 crisis is still affecting our lives, and it's not going to happen anytime real soon. So the uncertainty continues. The question you must know, must know, be, must, you must be asking yourself this. How can you do, be better prepared for these market swings? How how to do it? We're going to talk about that. So give me a call. Your participation is important. 888 99 chart. It's an Invest Talk
3: Friday. Steve Peasley is on duty and he's happy to provide unbiased answers, but you've got to call with your questions. Invest Talk, 888 99 Chart.
1: 888 992 4278. Let's talk to Messiah in Kansas. Uh, hello, uh, in Kansas. I have I- this stock in my watching
2: list. IQN, uh, I'm a long term investor. What do you think about buying it for a long term?
1: Okay, uh, um, AQN Algonquin Power and Utility. Okay, Canadian based company operates a portfolio of renewable power generation. Kind of like that area. It's a long term area that has growth prospects, so that's good. The symbol again, everybody is AQN. Let me type it over here into a piece of stuff. Okay, um, let's see. They're going to make sixty-six cents this year after making sixty-two cents last year. They're going to make seventy-six cents, so they have growth, not a lot of growth, but it pays a very nice dividend, four point eight percent. It's a utility. They're making money. I kind of like it. I don't like the fact it's it's a, a six point eight billion dollar company, but the management doesn't own any of the stock. I don't like that at all. But mutual funds are buyers of this company. It's the sales is very sales growth is erratic. It's not very fast. This year, sales growth was shrank three percent. Last year, it grew four percent. I mean, this most recent quarter. I'm sorry, it shrank three percent. Last quarter, it grew four percent. So it's been very kind of erratic in, in its growth. But it does pay a nice dividend, a $12, dollars 96 stock. Looking at the chart, uh, this probably is a good buy point right where it is, and fifty cents to $13. So if you wanted to own this for that dividend, that's why you wouldn't necessarily own it for the growth because they haven't shown any ability to grow very consistently. But if you want it for the dividend, this is probably a good price. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Okay, on Fridays, I try to make time to fit in a quick look at the benchmark numbers. The 10 year treasury yield is at 0.62%. 0.62%. Less than two thirds of 1%, not not even quite two thirds. The two year treasury yield is 0.15. Boy, can't make much money. Gold price at 1807 per ounce now. It's been marching up slowly, but consistently. Have you noticed that? And, you know, we've been talking about it. Justin and I have been talking about it for well over a year now. And get into gold, you know, this is a good time to buy gold. And it looked like we, when the market fell, gold fell with it after it was marching up. But all it did was fall to a support point and just march straight back up. So, And it's been new 52-week high a couple of days ago. I don't know. Gold has been very, pr- 18.07 an ounce. That's pretty high. Oil, you know, nothing much about oil going on because there's, you know, because this COVID thing, we have plenty of oil and the demand has slowed. So not much going there. Gasoline prices are pretty low. Nationwide average is $2.19 a, a, a gallon. California, of course, is always a dollar more, $3.11. And in Oklahoma, the cheapest place, $1.90. On the Nasdaq stock, this story: the exchange-traded fund market has a big new investor, the Federal Reserve. As part of the Fed's efforts to support the U.S. economy, the central bank launched a program to purchase investment-grade corporate bond ETFs and high-yield bond ETFs. That story is going to be Monday, everybody. For now, I'm Steve Peasley, and I'm ready to take your questions live at 888-99-CHART.
3: This is Invest Talk. Is your portfolio balanced? Is it optimized? Is it delivering the types of gains you want and need to achieve financial freedom? Well, turn up the volume, because there are many questions that deserve unbiased answers. And Steve Peasley is here now, ready to take your calls live. 888-99-CHART.
2: Hey guys, my name is Chris, calling from Philadelphia. I am a relatively new investor in stocks. Primarily, I, I deal with real estate, but I tried to get into... Uh, stocks, you know, recently because of all the coronavirus stuff, and I figured now would be a good time to try to take advantage of the market or get into it. So basically, my question is, how do you gauge when it is or in what way you make gains on particular stocks and then take some of those funds out? Because I've, you know, I've jumped in on a couple of things like DraftKings and Boeing, American Airlines, Penn, which is like the Barstool app. Uh, stock, and you know i will make you know like a good amount a, a good you know percentage uh above and beyond what I put in and i'm thinking to myself look do i do I shave that off at of the top and take it out and leave the rest in? do I leave it in and and you know maybe try to take out a margin loan sometime in the future if it gets to be big enough, and I could take out say fifty percent of um you know what i've got in there, so you know any any advice you could give. Uh, on that front in terms of how to pull out money without just, like, jumping out of the market would be appreciated. Thanks a lot, and uh, really enjoying the show. Thank you.
1: Okay, first let me point out, please do not buy on margin. Don't borrow money to buy stocks. Uh, that's a road, that's a path to destruction of your wealth. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Uh, you have to decide... What kind of investor or trader you're going to be? Because investors and traders are two different kind of animals. Investors buy stocks; they buy they don't buy stocks; they buy companies. They buy stocks of the companies they want to own because they like the company because it has good growth prospects, and they want them, they bought it at a good price, and they're going to hold it for a long term. A uh, uh, traders don't; they want to buy stock and just buy it for the move. And hopefully, they'll guess right and then take profits off the top. And there's so many methods of how to do trading that it's almost impossible to answer your question, how to take profits. Well, if you're an investor, you take it by rebalancing your portfolio every so often. And that generally means that the stocks that really ran up really well you would cut back on because it's gotten out of balance of the rest of your portfolio. But you would have a portfolio of stocks, 20, 30 stocks, and that's a portfolio you're managing, okay? But if you're just I'm going to buy this stock or that stock, and I'm going to try to buy it for the move up, then, you know, there's no one way to do that. There is no... I mean, there's people who say, "Well, there are those who if it moves up twenty percent, I'll cut, I'll cut back twenty percent on the holding." Those who say, "Well, if it doubles, I'll cut it in half." There's those who use charts to tell them when to get in and when to get out, and that's probably a bit more reliable, but it's not always reliable. So, there's just too many ways to answer that question to to make make sense. So, and it, and many things are depend on the stock you're buying and how fast it moves up and down some move very slow some move very fast. it's just difficult it's difficult uh, to answer that kind of question okay let's talk about let's talk about uh, pri- prioritizing your bills. Um, if you don't if you can't pay your bills off and you have debt and you got all kinds of things that you owe money on, what should you pay first when you get your checks, your paychecks? And there are things you should pay first. And, and this article calls them, I'm referring to an article on invest.com calls them a high-priority debt. And it lists them. Court, court judgments, for instance, if you owe somebody and someone sues you, that, that's a high priority. Criminal justice debt, fines and fees and tickets and things like that. Then down to car loans or leases, rent payments, utility bills, and child support debt. Those are number one bills that you need to pay. Then from there, you got your second tier of debt, mortgage payments, property taxes, federal student loan, taxes owed to the IRS. Why is that second tier? Because you usually get, you can get more time. Usually you can talk to them and and you can put off the payments a little bit, give yourself a break that way. Then the third category is medical debt, credit card debt, debt owed to friends and family, private student loans, debt you owe as a co on a loan, charge accounts with merchants, small loans of little value. It's those things. Those are the third debt that you should pay. But I'm gonna tell you this, don't get into debt. Stay out of debt. If you are in debt, Get out of debt before you start investing in the market. Uh, Unless you're getting a 401k and your employer is matching, then it's a whole different story. But generally speaking, stay out of debt. Don't need to be in debt. Okay? Now, as we head into the weekend, the trivia question today is the final part of my coin and currency triology. Earlier, I focused on the U.S. Mint and the Bureau of Engraving and Printing. Now, Uh, Let's look at the vital role of protecting the integrity of our money. Here's my two-part trivia question. Which United States agency is charged with protecting our money and the security of our financial system? And what was the name of the famous person who founded this agency? Hint, Civil War era. I'll have the answer after the break. Our phone number is
4: open. 888-99-CHART. InvestTalk listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off now at rosettastone.com today. At this point, I think almost everyone has heard how generative AI promises to bring us to the next industrial revolution. This is Invest Talk,
3: the radio program and podcast dedicated to helping you achieve financial freedom. You may be a regular listener. You may even have called a few times. But if you've never called, what are you waiting for? The phone lines are open, and Steve and Justin would love to hear your questions right now. Call 888-99-CHART.
1: Okay, before the break, I gave you a trivia question. Which United States agency is charged with protecting our money and the security of our financial system? And what was the name of the famous person who founded this agency? The United States Secret Service is our federal law enforcement agency under the Department of Homeland Security, and it is charged with two types of duties. Number one, safeguarding the payment and financial systems of the U.S., this means, among other things, detecting and deterring counterfeiting and other activities like cyber crimes. Number two, the Secret Service also protects the nation's leaders and their families. And by the way, the U.S. Secret Service is not a part of U.S. intelligence community. Not. They're not part of the CIA or FBI, Marshall's office, none of that. Here's a bit of history. The Secret Service was created during the Civil War to investigate and prevent counterfeiting. Yes, counterfeiting and trafficking in fake currency was a big problem at that time. The Secret Service was founded uh, founded on July 5, 1865 in Washington, D.C. by Alan Pinkerton. Pinkerton was a Scottish-American detective and spy best known for creating the Pinkerton National Detective Agency. Today, the investigative mission of the Secret Service has evolved from enforcing counterfeiting laws to safeguarding the payment and financial system of the United States from a wide range of financial and computer-based crimes. Also, Secret Service jurisdiction is limited to the United States, where it has 116 field and resident offices, but it does operate 20 overseas offices. Under federal law, the use of counterfeit currency was the uh, with the intent to defraud is an offense that carries a fine of up to 20 years in prison. So don't do counterfeiting, everybody. Let's go to Sam in San Francisco. He wants to talk about bank stocks. Sam. Yeah, hi,
2: uh, Steve. Um, I have a question on uh, not the bank stock but the tech stock. Um, so I okay. – um, you know, uh sold out of uh the tech stocks a few weeks ago and since then the stocks uh-huh. have, you know, pretty much like uh, uh skyrocketed. So I'm calling in to yep. uh, get your advice on what to do. I have some money, you know, that I sort of uh you know, saved out of the ca you know, the stocks that I sold uh-huh. out. So uh when do you think is a good okay. time for for me to start putting the money back in uh the stock okay.
1: Okay. So, uh, number one lesson here next time, uh, Sam, never get completely out no matter how scared you are. Okay? No matter how scared you are, never get completely out. If you're really nervous and you want it out like you wanted, go ahead and sell 50%, 75%, but don't sell all. Okay? Because you just never know like you just discovered. You just never know. I don't know. No one knows. Now, now that you're out, don't chase it either don't die try well now i want to go back in because the minute you get back in that's the day it's going to go down you know it don't you you know it's going to go down as soon as you buy back in so my suggestion is just be patient uh whatever tech stocks you like that you got out of that were doing so well uh, just be patient the market will have a correction sometime this summer it's very common now the Sometimes they're only small, it could be just 5%, it could be 3%. Sometimes they're big, 15%, 18%. But there will be a correction here, and then that will be your opportunity to try to get back in. Okay, so just be a bit patient, Sam. That's the only, thing, only suggestion I can give you. Thanks for the call, I appreciate it. Okay, the KPP Premium Newsletter was distributed to subscribers this morning, and it is packed with helpful information on inside, I think. Inside in the market conditions section, that's the first section of the KPP premium newsletter. This week, the market began to struggle as it hit resistance in its drive up to the highs reached last February. And this is the second time in the last month that it tried to penetrate the old highs. NASDAQ actually did, but not the other two indexes, the two major indexes. So, of course, the market being driven, I mentioned that the market being driven by the FANG stocks, as it has before. They have a very, very extreme influence on the NASDAQ and the S&P, not so much on the Dow. So I mentioned that, talked about that a little bit, and I mentioned that probably the market is just going to go choppy here for a while. It has to, not just the NASDAQ, the broader market indexes have to get above their old highs to tell me that we're on a new bull phase. And I don't, I don't see, we're not there. We're not even that close, really, to be there yet. We're getting there, but not that. Just not there. Okay, um, on the portfolio management section, I talk about options. I don't usually talk about options very often, but I specifically talked about a kind of option, covered call option, and what it can be used for. So we, I discussed that pretty at length. Uh, let's see. Then, um, you know, I, I had a in the stock ideas section. Grocery store chain was in there. Twenty-seven hundred supermarkets, convenience stores, and jewelry stores. One that we own. We own in, our, in several of our managed accounts. I also highlighted uh, a pharmacy. Nine thousand nine hundred stores in forty-nine states. Another count. Uh, another stock that we own on managed. Yeah, I thought they might be a, a good good, good couple of stocks you should put on your buy list or at least your watch list. Okay. Finally, consumer watch. I talked about everybody approaching their retirement years and how do you determine where to settle, where to retire? And I said, well, you know, there's, you know, what places, and I said, you really have to decide, you know, different different factors in your life. Is it more important to be near family or not? Okay? And that's a big question you have to ask. If you have the freedom to choose any place you want to go, then I say, okay, well, here's some guidelines of what, to, how to even start the process now it's in, in that newsletter. Anyways, it's usually full of valuable information, uh, the KPP premium newsletter. It's, I, I write it every week and we send it out every Friday. Pretty easy to subscribe if you're interested. Direct Go directly to investtalk.com, and you'll see that. You'll see the subscri- you know, subscribe button in there. And after subscribing, you'll receive it every every Friday. Every Friday. Now, if this information raised some questions in your mind, which it may have, I encourage you to reach out. Reach out to Justin or myself. Call our Irvine our office. Send us an email. Be happy to talk to you. Okay, now let's go to Dan in Palo Alto. Dan. Hi, Steve. Thank you for your time on Wisdom. Um, I had a question about stock symbol BYDDF, play on the electric Uh surge. Okay. BYDDF. And everybody, as soon as I see an F at the end of a stock symbol, that tells me it's foreign. That's what that F means. So if you ever see an F at the end of a stock symbol, generally that means it's foreign. And this is, it's a Chinese stock. uh, China-based manufacturer of hybrid, full-power vehicles, mobile, handset, component, rechargeable batteries, okay? Uh, It is a $27 billion company. It's interesting that the sales in the most recent quarter fell 38% the lowest it's ever been in two years. I don't understand. Maybe, okay, probably the COVID virus thing affected them greatly in China. Because sales were $4 billion or so a quarter, and now it dropped down to $2.7 billion the most recent quarter. So that was a big, big drop. They make money. uh, They make, uh, this year they're going to make $0.13 a share. Next year they're going to make $0.16 a share. It's a $9.99 stock. Okay, so... That's a pretty high P.E. This is one of those areas that's supposed to be high growth. And the last three quarters, the sales on this company has been shrinking. Now, it makes me nervous that that's what's happening. Uh, but the stock price has skyrocketed from a low of $4 and low about 25 cents in March to now almost $10, $9.99. Uh, do you own it or do you want to buy it, Dan?
2: I I'm I'm thinking of buying it. Maybe wait. I wouldn't see if it'll drop. I, I any, but the, yeah, the word anything that has the word electric in it seems to just not drop these days.
1: I know, I know. It, it's true. That seems to be the yeah. Uh, the the it reminds me of the dot com era, Dan. Anything with a c o m dot c o m dot com dot com at the end of it skyrocketed in the 1990, 98, 1999. If you had a dot com, that stock was going up no matter what money it make or it didn't make. Most of those companies never made a dime and most of them went out of business. So I'm, I'm worried that you're, that it's, it's gone up too high too fast. Personally, I'd probably wait for a pullback because it's really, really expensive right now. It's just gone up like a, a just almost doubled it since the middle of May. Uh, just not right. I wouldn't chase it, Dan. I'd wait for a pullback. I really would, even though it's at 52-week high. And generally, when at a 52-week high, the stock just keeps going until something happens. So, and the thing that worries me about China's stocks is they're now going to have to, uh, they're going to have to comply with GAAP rules, general accounting principle rules, and restate all their numbers to follow that. To be listed on our exchange, they're going to have to follow the GAAP procedures like our companies. And a lot of Chinese stocks are going to have a hard time with that. We just don't know yet. We don't. We don't know how how it's going to affect them. Thanks for the call, Dan. I appreciate it. Eight 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 ninety nine chart. 888-992-4278. Okay. Um. Gee, so I'm gonna, I hope I can get to these. Uh, let's talk about Barbados. Barbados is offering you work from home solution. Okay. Uh, well, what's happened is. Barbados is a Caribbean island. It's a very beautiful island, but it's really destroyed tourism. So, they're, and and their their that really their economy is like forty percent tourism. So, what are they doing? They have an idea. <laughs> this work for home phenomena that's been going on because of the pandemic. They're willing to let you stay in their island for a year, and work from the island. <laughs> I thought that was a pretty brilliant. Offer, okay, because they want you to go to the island and work from home from, from the island. What What's the difference is working from your home here in the United States or working from there as long as you have high-speed internet? And Barbados says they do. I don't know if they do. And flights are starting to take off here on the 12th to go to Barbados again. So that's our idea welcoming into a Barbados stay here for up to a year work from here and it's a beautiful setting while you're here and spend your money of course the whole idea I don't know I kind of thought it was a smart thing if they can sell it get people to do it we'll see if that's possible not sure v-bottom shape for the economy recovery we're kind of are making a v-bottom I mean very bad numbers and now we have some very good numbers now they're there are very good numbers coming from the bottom because we're starting to reopen, right? So I don't know. It's gonna. It's even though it's a V bottom and a great return, we are not where we were. Don't think we are. I don't. I'm not suggesting that. It'll probably take a couple of years to get back to where we were. But of course, the economy is coming back, and the stock market is already, you know, it was pretty much had the V bottom too. So. I think you know that's it, going to be news driven how far we go from here, right? Are we going to have more cases and they're going to reshut down certain parts of the economy? and obviously that's what's happening. Is there going to be a vaccine? I mean there was some good news out of Gilead I think came out today about the vaccine they're working on. Do you know there's 90 comp- 90 vaccines being worked on within or in phase two or phase three? phase one, two, or three, I can't, I'm not sure if they're one, two, but I know there's 90 of them out there that everybody's working on. 90. That means there's a pretty high chance that they're going to be successful. Because they don't, you don't put that much effort into this and think you're not going to get some sort of solution because our government has put a ton of money into fixing this, solving this problem, this COVID problem. And it's, you know, given these companies, these drug companies incentives to get their drugs fast as possible. And I know you probably don't hear about that a lot, but it's true. The federal government through the FDA, whoever has poured billions, millions upon millions of dollars, billions probably, into this effort, which they should, right? We want it. Um, And. Now, there's going to be a payoff here. I just hope it's sooner than later. We just don't know. No one knows. So I'm just telling you that's what's happening. Eight 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 ninety nine 99 chart, 888 992 4278. That's my number. I'd love to talk to you. Uh, I got, you know, the British have an idea. One of my biggest beefs with this whole COVID thing is that we are killing our mom and pa stores restaurants and stores, especially restaurants. Restaurants already, you know, operate pretty thin margins, and they cannot afford to s- close down and reopen and close down. Now, the big boys can. The big boys can, but not the smaller restaurants. Well, the British have a, a solution or a idea for a possible solution that they're implementing. I want to go over that. We'll get back. This is Invest Talk, everybody. I'm Steve Peasley. And of course, we have one goal here, and to help you achieve, that is all of you, all of us, to achieve financial freedom. And of course, our work will continue after this break, so get your questions in now, 888 999 chart
3: listening to invest talk steve and justin have recorded an all-new rapid fire hour it's a free podcast download and you'll hear answers to 30 caller questions you can find it now for free at investtalk.com itunes spotify or google play search invest talk june bonus show
1: Eighty-eight, ninety-nine 99 chart, We're going to go talk to Bill in Petaluma. Bill, how you doing? I'm doing fine, and uh, happy Friday to you, and I
2: uh, have been appreciating your insights for uh, many, many years. Thank uh, you. I just noticed in uh, looking through my uh, couple of funds that I have that uh, my TIPS fund uh, is hitting new highs for this year. Yep, um, starting to move. But yeah, it... Uh, is there something going on that uh, the media isn't yes. talking too much about? Is inflation yes. maybe rearing its ugly head a little bit?
1: Yes. It's really interesting. Justin and I had this very same conversation today, and we were saying, why is this happening? Where is it coming from? Where is it? Because tips, everybody. T-I-P-S, this is a symbol of Vanguard Inflation Protected. He's talking about V-I-P-S-X, which is a mutual fund that invests in, tre- in treasury inflation-protected bonds. And what those are is they pay a flat rate, usually very low, but they, re- they, they go up uh, with inflation. They pay more of a, a yield. They go up with inflation. Every three, six months, it increases. If there's inflation, it'll pace inflation always stay ahead of it. So what okay. we found, Bill, what we found is there's no inflation at all in goods, things you buy. Right.
2: Okay.
1: You know, but there's 3% inflation this year so far in services. Okay. Service industry is, we're starting to see the inflation show up there first. And we were surprised. I was surprised. I, I wasn't even thinking about it. I don't need to look for inflation for another, you know, six months, a year, maybe two. But now we're already seeing service inflation so Justin is now actually going to look into it try to decipher well why exactly is this happening we have a theory we have a theory as to why it's happening but it is definitely happening in the service sector we're starting to see inflation come into the service sector you know all kinds of services uh, from you know someone uh, uh, cleaning your house to attorney's fees all kinds of services uh, our, our prices are going up. So, Bill, I would stick with your, uh, your Vanguard Inflation Protective bond fund. It's like it's going gonna, it's gonna to work. Maybe I think we have a lot more inflation to go in that. Appreciate the call. Thank you. British have an idea to save their restaurant business. And I think we should adopt it, too. This is what they're doing. They're actually doing this. They passed uh, a, you know, a stimulus package for this. They will pay up to a half of your bill at the next restaurant you go to. And they'll continue to do that for any restaurant you go to for the month of August, the entire month of August. But they won't pay for booze, no booze. And they will limit limit it up to 10 pounds, so about 15 bucks. But they're trying to get people to go back to the restaurants. They're trying to get the restaurants open and get incentive to go back. Kind of like this idea. You know why I like this? I would exclude chain stores like uh, you know all the fast food places, you know the the you know the chain fast food places and all the chain restaurants. But not, I would inc- I would do this for every mom and pop restaurant out there, every small restaurant. I would do this to help them stay in business. Think about it. I I mean, for those people who've never tried to operate a business on their own, and especially the food area, you have no clue how difficult it is to stay in business. You have to work super long hours. You have to put in forever. You don't get to go home hardly ever. And you don't make a ton of money. You really don't. It's got to be a passion almost. Anyways, I like that idea. I'm Steve Peasley. Thank you for listening to Invest Talk. I will return next week. Justin Klein will be here on Monday. In the meantime, please tell your friends that we have posted a new June bonus show. Justin and I answer 30 caller questions at a pretty fast pace. It can be downloaded now for free at InvestTalk.com, iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. Have a good weekend, everybody.